Hey, what's up guys? Tim Uchuk here and I wanted to tee up what is going to be a, a bit of a different episode. We're going to mix it up and we recently hopped on and did an interview with one of our clients, Garrett, who has over the past year uh, started and launched a, uh, a franchise called The Rolling Monkey and there's a story there which he gets into and describes the, the meaning behind the name Rolling Monkey in their ice cream franchise and specifically in this interview, our team member Hunter and Garrett get into how he's been able to transform his culture, how he's been able to get his franchise scale ready, what that's looked like, what life was like before uh, joining our Perfect Week program. Garrett is a fellow uh, lean thinker. He comes from a lean background. Um, He worked previously with Mitsubishi. So they talk about uh, some of the important uh, timeless uh, lean principles, which are, are really applicable to any industry because it's really about streamlining and eliminating the waste within your business. And waste, um, for context, is a lot like opening up a window in the wintertime and letting out all that heat. There is waste uh, throughout all of our businesses, and the name of the game is to eliminate it. So we talk a little bit about that. We talk about uh, the importance of culture, culture eats strategy for breakfast, remember. And with that, I hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to get into it here and hope you find some value from it and i hope to uh, talk to you all soon hey everybody hunter otis here with tim uchuk and the perfect week method i'm happy to have actually garrett clark here on the call with me today how you doing garrett good hunter how are you really good really good and really really excited to chat with you Uh, so garrett and his wife megan actually jumped in about nine months ago uh, into the course and <laughs> Garrett and I were just talking before hit and record and, and I, I I asked him I said when did you jump in I couldn't even remember like I can't believe it's been nine months already um time yeah, to- uh, six months at most is, is what I was thinking yeah yeah that's what you said and I'm like I gotta check and make sure but it's been about nine months um you know Garrett when we first spoke uh, it was really uh actually refreshing chatting with you because Garrett Garrett's done many things up until this point, but right now they have an ice cream shop called the Rolling Monkey. Um, but he he's done his research on a lot of this stuff. So the principles that we're talking about here were not new uh, to Garrett principle-wise, right? right. Um, so it was very exciting to be able to get engaged with you because it's like, all right, you understand the principles, you know what we're talking about, you know what we're doing, well, let's get to it, right? Yeah. Get to work and let's get some stuff done. So. Um, it has been awesome to watch your progress and just your engagement, uh, being willing to do the work um, and also seeing the way that you interact with your team and all of that. So I'm just, I'm excited to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit and, and give the, give the audience a view into what you're doing and, um, and the opportunity for you to share your experience. Really appreciate you hopping on. So thank you for that. Sure. Glad, glad to be on. Why don't you jump in? Just tell us, tell us a bit about yourself, you and your wife, your family, um, like I say, so we can get a view of the human, you know, so this, yeah. you know, we're talking to, we're talking to real people here that have families that are running businesses that are stressed and all of that. So give them a little picture about you and your, your family. And then what do you do? And uh, maybe the size of your operation and, and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, I'm Garrett and uh, I come from an engineering background. So I, I studied civil engineering um, but I never applied civil. I went right into manufacturing um, and as a lean engineer, basically uh, value stream mapping and, and applying all of the, the different uh, lean toolkit items um, at Mitsubishi Atashi Power Systems. 
manufacturing large gas frame turbines. Um, and was just responsible for you know, leading Kaizen events with different teams and facilitating those and uh, just overall improvements and problem solving there. Um, and then I transitioned um, from there uh, to work for JTEC, which is like a subsidiary of Toyota, to where I further kind of jumped into lean even deeper, um, being so close to Toyota, uh, really more around like eight step problem solving um, and things like that. Uh, which really kind of set me up to understand these principles that, that I'm now leveraging uh, you know, deeply with um, Tim's system. Um, my wife is uh, was a special education teacher, so she taught for for four years um, before making the the jump, the, the big leap of faith off into um, uh, you know owning our our own business and and working to to try to develop this prototype and scale it, you know, that's, that's kind of the ambition with it um, is, is not just an ice cream shop, but an ice cream shop that's, that's really doing a little bit more than, than just kind of the, the normal perception. Um, and we, we have our son, Connor, uh, he's kind of the, the name behind the ice cream shop, the Roller monkey. So uh, yeah, I've always called him monkey man, just goofing off. That was a nickname that uh, I had for him. And, uh, yeah, it, it just, it, it translated into a unique name that we were looking for. Initially, it was Cold Rolled Creamery, which was his initials, CRC. Um, right. However, we thought that that was kind of bland. So we, we went back to the drawing board and uh, wanted to do something a little bit different. You know, it's an ice cream shop after all. So we, we, we came up with the Rolling Monkey. It's just rolled ice cream, you know, kind of a, kind of a we call it hibachi style ice cream, you know, more of an artisan flair. Right. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's where the name comes from. Um, you know, really, really what led us into entrepreneurship was, I guess, this kind of calling to, to do more, uh, really, really searching for the fulfillment element. Um, for me, you know, it was, it was wanting to, to maybe own the value stream from top to bottom and kind of implement some ideas and theories I had had to where, you know, with, with a larger, more, um, structured corporation, you know, things move a little bit slower, um, you know, rightfully so, right? Things are right. sustainable and <laughs> you don't want to change too much too quick. Um, yeah. but, but I'm kind of a, kind of a fast paced guy. Um, so, you know, that was, that was one of the reasons that we did it, but really it was, it was wanting to find something that we could spend our time converging towards together. Um, so, so it really became this, this venture of doing something that, that we loved that, that would serve people, the community in a, in a way, and that we could be good at and then get compensated for um, were kind of the four main things that we were looking for when, when building this business. And um, it, it's been the most challenging thing that we've both ever done, um, but it's been the most rewarding at the same time. So, you know, that's, that's a little bit about the, the business and us. And Yeah. How many employees do you have? And you're in Georgia, correct? Yep, and, and uh, basically on the outskirts, well, we're between, um, the, we're in Statesboro, Georgia, which is a, is a college community, mm -hmm. uh, but we're probably an hour away from Savannah. So most people that may not be familiar with Statesboro will know where that's at. We're, we're west of Savannah. Um, right now we're at around 25 employees. It is the majority of those being part-time, being it is an ice cream shop. Most of our, our employees are uh, college students. Um, mm -hmm. But we, we do have some salary individuals, our um, assistant store manager, and our project specialist, uh, who, who was basically our, our first intern that then kind of 
proved herself out and, and is now with us. And uh, we, we now, this semester, we have 150 internship hours that we're, we're managing, uh, right. which is kind of, kind of a big undertaking. But um, the, with, with our model, we're, we're really focused on, on basically putting the right people on the right seat of the bus, so to speak, you know, that we're on that, that Jim Collins kind of framework, um, really, right. really trying to understand, okay, what are, what are people's passions, purpose, where are they going? And then how, how can we leverage our platform to put them on that seat? So we've really tapped into the, the university here and um, we've got 10 interns this semester um, in addition to the, the roughly 25 uh, employees that we have. Um, for, for, for this shop. Like I said, it's, it's a, right now it's just the one location, but we're in parallel building franchise development headquarters, whatever you may call it right. to support, to support the growth. Um, yeah, it's great. And I like, um, you know, something, and we were chatting about this before too, is just the, the focus on, on the culture and the, and the environment. And, you know, when you're, when you're taking on, that responsibility of bringing on interns and all of that's like obviously you guys are invested in building people right mm -hmm. like you're selling ice cream yes but you're building people and um so that's something that i think we're going to see kind of a theme come out here as we carry forward but um it's very cool what you're doing and how you're how you're operating with your team just reinvesting in people but um why don't you give me a picture of what things were like then beforehand? So May of last year, May of 2020 is when you jumped on board with us. What were things like uh, before? What were the challenges? Um, yeah, why reach out to us? Uh, really, it was me coming from a space of, of standards, working for two Fortune 500 companies to where I, I was, I would say, spoiled um, in, in a very uh, sustainable um, environments and, and having kind of a, a certain level of operation that, that um, I was used to. And then building it from the ground up, there was a tremendous amount of, of unknown uncertainty chaos. Mm. And um, you know, while we were very intentional with kind of the principles moving forward and, and I've managed big projects before, quite honestly, I was naive in my undertaking. Mm. Um, so, you know, we were very in tune with vision and core values and all of those things, but as the focus shifted to required elements, you know, it, it then started to get like, okay, where am I, my, where's my orientation? Right. There, there was so much necessary, I guess, columns that I'm attempting to juggle uh, to keep things supported um, with, with me kind of being a pretty ambitious individual, you know, biting off more than I could chew, uh, <laughs> trying to get back to that standard of operation that I was accommodated or used to. Um, yeah, it was basically me striving to get to that place uh, of, of, of uh, you know, operational excellence and me not ha have ever having to build from the ground up. You know, before it, it, I was able to, to have a you know, dedicated teams, a lot more narrow focus and, and not have to be so attuned to all of the other potential chaos that, that a big umbrella company would manage right. <laughs> and protect me from. Yes. Um, so, so I knew what I was striving for, but I was struggling to get there within the time frame that I had, basically trying to build an HQ with one location. Right. Cash flow, what wasn't, wasn't going to give us that time. Right. Um, 
So it was like, okay, <laughs> I got to figure this thing out if I want to do it in the way that, that I'm planning to do it. Yep. And, and then, so, um, you know, I, I don't know how I came across it. You know, I, I don't know if it was, it was, uh, I want to say it was another engineer that, that I, a previous engineer I'd worked with at, at Mitsubishi uh, had, had maybe said the name before. I don't know if I, I, come across it online or, or what? And then someone said, hey, you know, I, I had seen that, I'd looked into that. Mm. And then, so I looked into it further. And, and as I'm looking, I'm like, holy smokes, like out of all of the different, let's say business support supplements, elements out there that different programs people offer, no one from what I, what, what I had seen from my limited perspective mm. was, was saying, we're going to bring you to this point. And that's the point that I'm moving towards, right? That, that, that operational excellence is the lean right. methodologies, you know, what I know works for, for the best companies out there. And I was like, this is the bee's knees. This is the real deal. <laughs> um, so I was, I was like, man, you know, while yes, I, I was a lean engineer. I, I know these principles. I've implemented these things like, but I've got too much going on. And, and I, and, and, I may be 90% there, but it, as Tim would say, it's the half-built bridge, right? Like there's no traffic getting across because we're, we're six feet away from, from connecting the, you know, the, the dots to get something across. Yep. And, you know, I, so, so I don't care how much I know. If, if, if I can't connect the dot to, to get the traffic across, to, to what avail? You know, to, you know, it's in vain. So I was like, I, I need someone to, to get me to that next level. Um, and then speaking with you, it was like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm fair, like, okay, look, I, I know this stuff. Am I going to get in here? And is it going to be a lot of this you know, same stuff that I know? And then it's like, okay, yep. great. You know, I was, I was, I was given the same thing that I knew. And, and basically you, you, you conveyed to me, okay, Garrett, like, th thanks for sharing your current state. It, it sounds like, yes, we can most certainly add value. And you know, I, 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 like I said, cash flow was tight, but I, I took that, that, I guess, leap of faith, you know, with, with mm -hmm. putting that investment out there and undoubtedly one of the best decisions that we've, we've made. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and really, I, I've, I've learned a tremendous amount, um, but more so it's my team mm -hmm. because they hear a lot coming from me. But I think it is more effective coming from, let's say, a, a proven expert, coming from this authority figure, coming from this proven program. Mm -hmm. so, so, so when when we roll this out and, and the team goes through the, the modules, the, the, the lessons, they really they really put a lot of faith in that, and it and it's it really helps me to get them to to that that kind of that lean perspective, yeah. and, and that has been a game changer. Mm. So. Um, it, it's really helped everyone tune in to, to like, what are we moving towards? Right, right, which is obviously massive, right? You start hitting that and things start to change real quick, real quick. But you hit on something really important, I think, and, and this, a lot of people can probably relate to this that have come from like a corporate environment or from a bigger company where they've got the systems built out, they've got the tech, the software, the technology, They've got everything and that didn't happen overnight, right? So for them, they've invested millions and millions of dollars into this stuff and all the testing and everything to get it perfectly dialed in. 
And a lot of times we think, oh, well, okay, I see how well it works here. I can do this on my own. And we can, we have the capacity, right? But taking that and applying it, you know, what our experience was in such a large company and applying it in a small business, like and with what you said, where everything is on your shoulders, that is a totally different ball game, right? And um, so then that's a big challenge. People, I've got people that, you know, they were huge in HR and, and leading teams of hundreds of people in, in a corporate environment. And then they've got a team of 10 and they're like, I can't figure this out. What the heck is going on? <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? And it's like, no, no, there's nothing wrong with you. It's that company did a great job of building an awesome structure around you. And you probably partnered with them and helping them put in, in, into place as well, but you didn't do it on your own. And now you're having to create it from scratch and in a different environment and oftentimes a different type of business or whatever. And it's, it's just a, it's a challenge. It's a real challenge and not having that support um, makes it that just that much more difficult. So like you're saying, like having somebody that can just kind of help you get to, even if you're 90% there, even if you're 98% there, that last 2% like is, is what makes everything sing. So, so then, sure. so get into that a little bit more then. So, just kind of the results. So what's been the outcome? It's been nine months. What are the biggest game changers that you've seen just take place? And you can just feel free to just go for it. And then yeah. maybe we'll expand on a few more things. Um, so, so a couple of things just right off the rip. So, so it's, it's the, 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 the thinking, like the, the lean eyes, you know, having the team tune in. And okay, when I, when I talk about these things, often I can say, Tim said so. So, so it, it's not just me. Tim said so, so therefore it's law. It, it, it's kind of the, the, the mindset shift. But because you know, we, we, we've, we've got a taste of when, the, when it, we started implementing details out of week one, there was a big value that the teams really saw there because the way it's structured, you know, it, it, grabbing low-hanging fruit, you know, really putting things into place that, that we, we immediately saw results. Mm-hmm. And then so, so, so the faith element was there. The trust was there. So, so then I could start referencing back to, hey, this works. So that was a big component is being able to reference back to that and then continuously being able to, 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 to re to, to, to emphasize the, the lean methodologies, moving slow to move fast. Yeah. I, I just wanted to move, 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 but people didn't want to slow down and look at it from a different perspective mm-hmm. and really take the time to understand okay, what, what, what are we really solving for here? Uh, and everybody just wanted to kind of do this traditional rocking course movement. You know, we, we feel good because we're doing something, but are we going anywhere? Right. Um, so, so, so that was big. Uh, another very big element was kind of touching back to regaining focus on mission, vision, core values. So, so like I said, initially we started out extremely strong on that because that's what really allowed us to, to, to move away. We were very, a, a very purpose centric business. And we really, really come from, from purpose. Like that's our top core values is, is, is clearly of purpose per, per individual, whatever that may be. But then getting consumed in all of the, the other elements kind of become disconnected from that. Even though I had a mechanism in place, let's say every Sunday, I had a reminder on my calendar that says, of, you know, rate yourself and evaluate to core values, to where I had to you know, click the calendar and 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 I'd, and I'd have a basically a green, uh, yellow, red, just kind of color coded visual that lets me know where I'm at relative. So I, you know, I'm continuously checking myself and scoring myself. So I so I implemented the mechanism, mm-hmm. so I so I didn't become ungrounded 
yet I had become ungrounded, even with what I would think is a damn good mechanism in there. Right. But then as we got through week, you know, one of the weeks throughout the module, we, we, we had to revisit that. And, and I further honed in and, and regained a clarity that I had lost through the chaos of the startup, which most people have no idea until you go through one, yeah. what, what, what it can do to the human psyche, because you're, you're, you're running seven days a week, 17 hours at times, and, you know, quickly having to, to, to set in guardrails and such. And I think that's another big element is, is not, not hot lapping the car. Right, not not taking it out there on the track and, and running nine k RPM yeah. for, for five hundred laps. You know, really really putting in guardrails that helps us to pull into the pit, put four tires on and come back out right. to where we're we're gonna we're gonna actually win the race or or finish the race um, is is another big element. But um, there's there's a lot of value in it, and and also for me probably the structure is going through a sequence structure of implementing the, the lean methodologies in addition to the other uh, components that lean often, you know, incorporates the, the, um, the cultural aspect, which is such a beautiful part, which this program is not only about effectiveness, efficiency, but, but it goes deeper than that. And, and to me, that, that fulfillment element, that purpose element, the, the core value, all, all of those are the foundation which allows you to build the business. Um, so if, if those elements are, aren't there, th then you know, spend all your time working on the business, but as the leader of that business, it's, it's not gonna go anywhere yeah. because you, you know, you're not showing up. So, so the structure of the sequence, the material covered in it, I, I mean, it's, it's just necessary stuff. And, and, and I now, I, I speak with, uh, the, the fellow that I initially talked to, and, and I think we conversed about the oh, yeah. program initially, um, I, I'm now speaking to him saying, dude, wait until you get your hands on this program, because it, it, it's really, it's going to take you to the next level. It, it really is, because he, he's now doing the same thing, basically, kind of kind of working his way out of um, the corporate space and, 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 you know, doing the entrepreneurial sure. kind of hustle. So, you know, I, I just, I'm like, I can't, I can't explain it all to you, right? Because there's a lot to, to, to digest, but just, just trust me that once you, you get into the program, it's going to be structured in a way that, that has you focused on the right things at the right time and, and move at whatever pace is, is necessary for you, uh, which is, is another thing that I like. I mean, I've, I've been in programs where, you know, there are the elements of, of okay, here it is. It, it, it's a six-week program, and we're going to have to boom, 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 and everyone's in doing that. I love that this program is an at-your-own-pace program because I feel like if, if I was forced to, to do this at that rate, I wouldn't be able to to to, to do it as, as thorough and have the quality there, which to, to me is, is, is very important. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's a ton that I could speak to, but, but I think those are kind of the, the biggest things for me. Yeah. Speak to your team then a little bit. So how have they received this? You, you've spoken a little bit about it already, but how have they received it? How has it changed morale? How has it changed their fulfillment and, and their levels of, of productivity and how they're really, you know, 
interconnected mm -hmm. as, as an integral part of your team? Yeah, I would say, say the biggest thing is um, gaining clarity on unique abilities. It's taking a look at, at all of our, let's say $10 an hour tasks to, to thousand dollar an hour tasks. Basically, these, these are the things that I really don't care doing. These are the things that are okay doing. These are the things that I love to do. And us going through that sequence and getting extreme clarity on this is my unique ability. This is where I add the most value and I have the best time doing it. And individually going through and following the program to, to help us really dial in and get to follow that, that methodical structured way that, that gets us that result and that clarity. And, and then putting that out there as, as something we're moving towards. So everyone on the team is aware that, oh my gosh, I'm moving towards the best job that I can ever have. Mm -hmm. so, so, so you no longer have to, to worry about like, is somebody going to go over here or go over there? No, because, because we're helping them move towards a very, very fulfilling thing to where they're adding tremendous value. So they get that kind of that, that fulfillment of, of contributing as well as doing that thing that they love. And, and we're now moving towards that in phases to where we can, we see the feedback of, okay, that measuring our progress against the climb to Everest, so to speak. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not just this ambiguous thing way out there. You know, it's that incremental step that's measured all the way to it. Um, right. that, that's, that's just one, one component that um, has really provided a tremendous value that has really helped, helped people understand where they're going. And, and wow, I mean, like, like what else can you ask for in a job? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I could just leave it at that, but, but I'm now kind of thinking about other things. I mean, the guardrail uh, element, just, just really going through and being intentional about um, not overloading ourselves, you know, being realistic and, and putting in um, limiters that ensure that we don't run into burnout. Um, I would say that's probably one of the biggest things is right. I'm, I'm a very driven individual and oftentimes I can, I can hold very high standards that burn out my team. Mm. And, and so tuning back in and, and putting that trust and that, that faith into the program and saying, look, this is somebody who's more experienced than me that, that has, has worked for Toyota. That, that, that comes from the best, from the literature that I've read, is it, saying slow down. And then, and then being able to, to implement that and, and really, um, you know, following through. You know, I, I was aware of that. You know, I, I was aware that, that there needs to be recovery for, for very high performance. But I really didn't have a, a structure, you know, template, in, yeah. a, in a sense, to, to apply. That, that just made it simple. Because remember, I'm just over here taking care of all of these other things. Got to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> slow down, move slow to move fast. Well, I don't even have to move slow here. I, I can still move quick. I can still grab this template and plug it in. And, and then it, it addresses that. It closes that gap. Mm. And, you know, that that was just, you know, those two things are, are, are huge for the team. When I think with people, you know, because I think part of this too, is sometimes people think like, oh, well, I don't only want to work X amount of hours a week. Like, what are my people going to think if they don't see my face in the shop or, you know, all this type of stuff. But the reality is like, our people just, they really just need to 
know and feel that we have their best interest in mind. And that regardless of what we're doing on the back end, if they know and can feel confident in the fact that we are doing what we can to make their life better and provide a greater opportunity for them, like they thrive, they thrive. And then if we're giving them the tools, you know, yes, part having expectations crystal clear, so they know what's expected, right? But then having tools, training and resources, right? For them to be empowered to do it. But then the measuring and reporting, I mean, that is where, that's where the rubber meets the road, right? Because like you're saying like that Everest, okay, we have the quarterly goals, but let's break that down to the month, to the week, to the day, into those, those weekly daily sprints, right? What are the definitions of done? What can we get done today? What do we have power over today to influence a serious outcome here as a team? And, you know, that just, that plugs them into the vision of the company and it makes them feel like they're owners as well. Like this is my business too. Mm-hmm. And I'm part of this, my role matters. And, and then it's that self-actualization piece, right? It's like, that's at the top of the pyramid. That's like where all the gold is, right? For our people. And uh, measuring and reporting allows them to be able to do that, to clearly see, okay, this is how I become better. This is how I become something more than I currently am. And this is how we as a team do that too. And that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, what, what, what more could you ask for, right? Being a team member when you have yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it just, it, it eliminates that ambiguity. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what I've found is the human mind, when uncertain, just goes to the default is, is just fear. Like it, it builds the boogeyman. Yep. So, yep. So, and often with how busy we are as entrepreneurs and business owners, we often don't have the time to provide that effective feedback to where that, that clarity is there. And then, you know, it, it, we're not on the same page. And then that, that amb- ambiguity is there on both ends. And, and then it, it yeah, the, 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 the worst case scenarios can manifest from, from that, that lack of clarity and being on that same page and, and having that mechanism in, in the weekly cadence mm-hmm. of this is where we should be on the trajectory of, okay, purpose, mission, vision is out here. And, and we also have the clarity of the day-to-day task that is connected straight to that. So we see the most efficient route to where we're going and, and the way that the mechanism of this program is developed, it ensures that you're continuously on that path to where you wanna be in the most effective, efficient manner without being too rigid to where it, it breaks. You know, the, right. the flexibility element is also built into that. Right. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, that, that really, that really has allowed us. Well, I mean, heck, we're we're, we're a very small team, and, and we're managing a lot of individuals right yeah. now. You know, a, a lot of inexperienced individuals. Like, how are we how are we doing all of the necessary things with supporting a, a startup that still has a lot of growth within the the prototype within the shop, the initial, but also taking on the internship. Well, the framework has allowed me really to, to accommodate bringing on that many individuals mm-hmm. as, as well as, you know, previously we were working with, with VAs and such. Well, th- this is a framework that allows us to op- optimize the VAs as well as the interns because the, the purpose is there, the clarity is there, the, 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 the key performance indicator of are we legitimately, is all of this effort to build these programs out worth it yes because we're moving the needle forward um so yeah yeah i mean i I completely agree 
is there a like was there a specific tool that like blew your mind or that you find yourself going back to and using all the time that you want to talk about? Yeah, I, well, one that, that most certainly blew my mind was the fulfillment tracker, um, because I'm, I've, I'm once again very purpose driven, and, and I've and I've developed a, a lot of tools throughout the past decade to, to really tune in. You talk about self actualization, you know, progressing up Maslow's hierarchy, and and, and you know, I was always very attuned and aware to things like that, and um, you know, leveraging radar charts and things like that to, to get a, to a holistic view, you know, a well rounded view. Of, of not just a niche focus, but, but what does the whole picture look like? So, so leveraging these different tools. But when, when I saw the fulfillment tracker, it encompassed wealth. It encompassed kind of spirit, gratitude element, mm-hmm. um, spirituality. It encompassed the family relationship dynamics, all in a central dashboard that, that gave me a, a, a dial indicator where I can, I can look and see the performance of me, the, the the race car, right? Like if I'm trying to, to run the track, am I running hot? Am, am I running at optimal temp? The dial indicator, the, the radar chart tied to my inputs that I'm putting in within each of these very important segments to where I'm not only business focused, but I'm also paying attention to those relationships. And I'm also paying attention to, to my relationship with something bigger than me. Right. And I'm taking... And, and, it's, and it's not a bunch of noise and it's not a bunch of documents that I've got to go here, 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 here and get overwhelmed with. It's a very clean, concise piece that, that allows me to, to be intentional about the inputs to ensure the data yeah. is there. It, it, it prompts with legitimate questions that ensure that the, the data that's going into this to give you that report out is, is clean, therefore accurate. And... Yeah, man. So like that, that, that one, it, for, for me, I was just like, holy smokes, like that document in itself is worth the program to me because taking that and knowing what it's going to do for, for my life moving forward, for me to have that clarity and, 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 and just be able to, to look at my dashboard and, and, it, and it give me a good indication that, okay, I need to go put more time here. I'm really, really struggling here. Yeah. And in the other areas, I'm, I'm, I'm in great shape, but I need to come here. And the other element, right? It was a dial indicator. It was the uh, the, the um, radar chart, but also the, the trend. H- how am I trending? You know, it, and it, that that prompts me to then question. Okay, I, I need I need I need to trend up. You know, because because my rating is falling off. So it's just, well, I guess, because I, I I have always been so invested in self performance. This is is like the the best self performance tool that I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot. So, so, so that was, that was big. It's like um, the radar sign, right? Like on the side of the road, we talk about that, how this is why measuring and reporting is so important because it, it influences our behavior tremendously. And, you know, when you're driving down the road and you see the speed sign and speed limit's 60 and, and it's flashing at you because you're going 70, what do you do? You immediately slow down. You don't think about it. There's no thinking. You just immediately let off the gas or step on the brake. And you kind of have an O-S-H-I-T moment, right? Like, oh, crap, I'm, I'm, spe- I'm speeding. <laughs> but it immediately brings you into compliance with where you should be. And that's, that's the power of having something visual to be able to just show you, hey, you're off right now. And it's not, it's not a shame on you. It's not a slap across the face, beat you up, drag you through the mud kind of a thing. 
It's just, hey, this is where you want to be, and this is where you are. Oh, okay. And most of the time, we can simply just make a, a, a fine-tuned adjustment to get right back to where we need to be, because it's the small and simple things that make the big difference. It's just simply letting off the gas a little bit. You know, that's not hard. Yeah. And so having that feedback loop come back and just show you where you are, that's the only way we can change is to know the reality of where we currently stand. Yeah, reality. That's what I love about it. It's just the reality check. Mm -hmm. And then it also conveys exactly where is that, that micro thing that you need to do to get it on track versus what do I do to, to get it right? Because before I might have moved in this space or moved in this place to mm -hmm. attempt to adjust to get on track. Yes. And those efforts may have been in vain versus this. It gives me it's here. So all, I've only got to apply two micro units of effort to right. close that gap as before I might've been applying 20 units of effort and maybe not even hit it. Not in the right spot, right, exactly. Right, so to have it like, okay, here's all the different areas and here's where the problem is. Boom, you can get it in and fix it. It's like, oh yes, I need to take my foot off the gas pedal. Not, I need to turn my lights on or I need to fill up the gas tank or whatever, you know? It's like, no, I need to slow the heck down, yep. right? And so to be able to have that clear data, yeah. So you know exactly what to change when you need to change it, yeah. Very cool. Well, so what, what as far as interacting with Tim and all of that, like what's been your favorite part of how, of how you engage with us and interact with us? That's been game changing for you. You know, you and I talked about it briefly before. Um, it, it, Tim seems to have this sense of, of calmness, of confidence there. You know, oftentimes I, I'm in a, in a state of, of a lot of uncertainty and, and there's a lot going on, right? There's a big problem here. There's a big problem here. And oftentimes those problems can outweigh my abilities to support it all. And then to, to touch base with an individual who is aware of all of the things I'm doing, it's aware it's not a, a false sense of confidence, but it, it's a sense of confidence of, I, I know what you're facing, been there, done that. You know, it's, it's kind of the other, because you can have a calm voice speak to you, but, but they may not understand what you're facing. And therefore, how, how do you put trust in that? But with, with Tim, it's this, this ability to, to be able to, ask the right questions and, and tune in to getting into to kind of root calls of, okay, what's going on here? And then shifting awareness to the diamond in the rough, right? Like, okay, what do, we, what do we need to focus on, right? There's a lot of stuff going on. How do we tune into that? How do we solve for that? And I mean, that in itself, it, it, it just, the, the recalibration in addition to the, um, I guess the, the, the confidence that is instilled through, through the calmness of, I don't know, it's just a, it's tough to articulate. Yeah, it's um, like, maybe, maybe you can take yeah, a stab at it. Like the signal to noise ratio, right? Like we need the signal, we need the, the, the true you know, objective that we're needing to get honed in on. We need more clarity on that and we need to get rid of all this junk that's just garbage, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that's you know, working with him on this side of things and we talked about this before hit and record as well Is that's, that's been my experience. I mean, what, what you see as the client experience is exactly how he is in, you know, on the back end with the team. 
It's just this, he has this uncanny ability of just staying totally calm and seeing through the things that don't matter and helping you get right to the thing that matters. And this is, this has happened for me on such like a deep personal level with him now being able to interact on the side so much with him as well. Like it's been totally life-changing for me. Like literally my whole life has transformed being on, on this team, which is why I will keep showing up and keep putting everything I've got into this, right. Helping other people in this way, because it's just done nothing but make my life better on this. Mm -hmm. So to see him interact with our clients that same way as well, like it's so cool, but he does, he just is able to see through. And I don't know if that's has to do with life experience and training, running his own businesses. I'm sure it's all of the above, but I think it's just also his character and personality he just has this ability. And people are going to think I'm a brown noser here, <laughs> but it's just the dang truth. You know, he cuts through that noise and helps you get to the one thing that matters most and to forget about the rest and to let go of it. And that makes an immense difference on both sides. So yeah, very cool. So awesome. So then what would, uh, what would your wife say about all this? So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It, it's, it was one of those things where yeah, there's, there's been a time or two where, all right, here, here's a good idea. Let's make this investment. And then there's been failures. This is not one of those. It was like, okay, good job, Garrett. Like, <laughs> ask me to trust you we put forth an investment and the payoff was there so you know she's got nothing but great things to say about the program mm -hmm. she sees the value that, that i spoke to earlier and um yeah i mean i, I think she would just and, and she would also say that you know it that it it, it allowed me to have someone that I could communicate with, that I could operate with on the same frequency, which was very important. Me leaving a space and place where I had multiple individuals operating on that frequency and then stepping out into a place on my own and not realizing what that would do. Mm -hmm. And then and then regaining that connection with, with a, a very, more than just a like-minded individual, someone on the same frequency, someone on the same wavelength. Right. Um, which, which is very important. Um, so, you know, if I kind of, I, I got that connection. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, so something along the lines of that is probably what she would say. Sure. Yeah. I've done that too. <laughs> Invested in something You're like, Hey honey, guess what? <laughs> oh man, here we go again. <laughs> Hope this thing works. You know, and, and, you know, part of that has to happen. Like you have to fail to get to the, to the right thing, you know, and you gotta be willing to take a leap. And sometimes it is very much so the wrong choice, but you learn, mm -hmm. uh, but no, that is good to hear. That is a common, the common feedback we get from spouses and employees alike. It's just like, finally, this is what we've been waiting for, you know? Yeah. And, and that was my, my personal experience with it too. So very cool. Yeah. Then I guess um, for anyone that I guess, might be on the fence kind of with a bunch of question marks still you know maybe they're considering this or they're just really struggling having a hard time they're watching this just because they're you know in that space where they know something's got to change but they don't know what the right path is yet like what would your advice be to someone just kind of in that situation because there are a lot of coaching programs out there there's a lot of people saying yeah we're going to transform you this and overcome that and whatever i mean so it is all over the place so what would your advice be to someone in that situation 
So, so I'm, I'm going to take two approaches. I'm, I'm going to speak to the, the limbic system, which makes the decision, right? The, the why, and then the what, which for, for me, I, I think I, I make decisions based on the what coming from an engineering background. Does it make sense? Put it on the scales, return on investment, is it there? Um, from, from, from a why element, I mean, you're doing something so big here. Um, when, when you're talking about more than just business and money, you're talking about something deeper that I feel life is really about this deeper stuff. And that stuff is in this program. And, it, and it's not some woo woo stuff that's being pushed on you to follow some sort of, sort of direction. It, it's helping you tune into whatever it is that you need to work through and find yourself. Mm -hmm. so, so that in itself is, is, is hopefully kind of appeals to, to the, the more emotional component. But, but from the more rational component, I, I would say, look at the investment that we're, we're looking at here. It, it may seem like a sub substantial number, but look at what revenue that you may bring in in a year and then multiply that out for how many other years you're going to be working and then compare that to the investment here. And, and then... <laughs> If we then take it linearly as maybe what that, that number would be doing over time and we adjust that trajectory because of what the program has done and we extrapolate both of those out over, let, let's just keep it short. Let's say we're, I'm, I'm a 50 year old and I'm going to work till 70, only 20 years. And then we measure out that gap of what value and improvement that it adjusted this trajectory. The investments there, it, it's hands down there. So in my opinion, it's, it's silly not to invest in this opportunity. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's about what do we want, right? And don't get me wrong, we work with a lot of really sharp people, you being one of them, right? And do I have total confidence that you and many of our other clients could figure these things out over the course of time? Like, absolutely, absolutely. The thing is, it's just opportunity costs, right? It's just, what's it gonna cost to get there? You know, Tim, it took 15 years of freaking failure, <laughs> pain and, and testing and iterating and improving to, to get it to where it's at, right? And so, and that's why we share it with others to help ex just accelerate that process. And I think that's, you know, and of course I'm, I'm in this seat on this side of it, so anyone could say this, but it is, it's just about, let's just, let's accelerate that process. You know, let's mitigate as much, let's get away from as much of that unnecessary pain as possible. So are you always gonna have painful experiences in business and life? <laughs> yes, but let's have them be different experiences. Like these ones that have been figured out already, let's accelerate through that so that you can get to the next thing, right? The next level. Um, and then also, you know, being able to be home now with family and stuff like that not risking the next however many years of, of not being a present parent if you're a parent and that was my that was my situation it's like okay my wife and kids are the ones paying the price for me being gone all the time in business you know and attending to everybody else's needs my clients needs versus my own and and my, my four girls my wife being one of those girls you know so there's just a lot of pain there that can be avoided but yeah so for you so you you mentioned revenue right so how have you seen this impact revenue for your guys' business. If you're comfortable sharing numbers, feel free, but you don't have to. Yeah, um, well, 
the COVID dynamic has kind of thrown a wrench in that to where you know, the, the trajectory is strong and we've pivoted and, and done some things to where we're, we're basically on track of, of where we were uh, last year. But, um, you know, with, with the impact of COVID, it, you know, it, 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 we don't have some crazy revenue story um, mm-hmm. because qu- quite honestly, it, it's been more of a shift on the development of the, what I'm calling HQ in order to support growth. Um, and really in the last nine months focusing on that mm-hmm. um, and yeah so so I mean re- revenue has definitely um, increased relative to the negative impacts of COVID mm-hmm. right if, if this system would have not been there and our focus is tuned in on these these things that we're doing um, you know I, I don't think we'd probably be with the revenue where we're at however I will say that we've moved very slow with, with this program to be very intentional to go deep on each particular um, module. Mm-hmm. And we've not yet gotten to the marketing element. So, so really we haven't focused, sales have not been a focus for me. Yep. It's all been about infrastructure. And yep. if we were to kind of rush through and get to the, the, the marketing side and really put some horsepower behind marketing, I think, we, we have the potential and capabilities to really, really get those numbers where we want them big. Right. But, but I'm being very intentional and moving really slow to ensure that the infrastructure can support it when the sales come, because yeah. I, I, I don't want to turn sales on just yet. Well, so because the way to shut yourself down is if we turn pour gasoline on the fire before we're ready to handle it, you know, before the fuel, you know, if you pour gasoline and you light it, boom, it's gone. It's a flash, it's hot, it's powerful, then it's gone. And it oftentimes burns out, right? So we got to get those logs really burning and smoldering, you know, before we start keeping it on top. But you, you've hit on a lot of things, like you're building HQ, right? So you're, you're one location and you're building HQ. So what does that mean? What's the plan for the future? Why don't you go into that? What's the plan for the future? Where are you headed? And um, how do you feel you are on your trajectory towards doing that? Yeah, so, so our vision is uh, basically to, to open up inspiration stations throughout um, the Southeast and then hopefully the, the nation. And I call them inspiration stations because basically, like I say, it's, it's more than an ice cream shop. You know, with what we do, our mission is to inspire people who inspire the world. And, and so, what we've done thus far with, with this location is basically inspire other businesses through the way that we focus and put culture first. And so we, we, we've received raving reviews and, and just all sorts of, of, of kind of abnormal positive response from the community. And, and it, it's had, um, I mean, Chick-fil-A and Starbucks, like district managers have, have come and, and, and we've spent time and, and they've kind of studied our operation because they are a very um, culture-focused company. And, and, and t- to me, you know, that, that, that was a huge, huge testament to, to the work we've done. And I was conveying that to the team, like, guys, we've read books on these guys and they're coming and they're, they're looking at, at something that we've done here. But we, we want to do that with every rolling monkey that we open up is, is put people first and their mission be to inspire the people that they're serving to elevate them. To, to when, when they come through, whatever their mood is, to take it up a notch. And, and we do that through an amazing environment 
that helps bring them into the present. So that's one problem that we're solving is bringing people out of the anxious future oriented self and that the past worried self and bringing them into that state, you know, kind of like Disneyland, Disney world, you know, you cross that threshold, you come into this kind of over the top build out right. um, of this ice cream shop and it, and it puts you in, in the present to where you then can, can more likely connect with the people and the people, their, their primary role is, is, is to, to, to inspire, to elevate you, to, 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 to you know, there's certain, you know, we spend a lot of time on how we do that. Yeah. That is the mission. And then providing super premium ice cream, which actually is a thing. There's standard ice cream, premium ice cream, and super premium. Those are kind of the tiers of ice cream, but, but then delivering the best ice cream possible in addition to the people element, the environmental element. So, so, so that's kind of a picture of, of the model that we're bringing out there. But the, the, that model is the medium to really the, the methodology and, and, and the way that we operate business. And, and that's what we want to, we want to, we want to share with our businesses because the problem that I saw working um, and studying other businesses was basically the untapped potential, you know, in lean, we, you know, this is one of the eight ways is, is underutilized talent. Yeah. And for me, that was my biggest focus as understanding that our biggest asset is people it is the culture. And therefore, you know, for me, that was the 80, 20, I wanted to hone in on that particular waste element. Mm-hmm. I know overproduction technically is, is the one you want to go after, but for me, I, I, I kind of was in tune to that. So I, I, I look around and I see every single day, these businesses that are not tapping into that human potential mm-hmm. and, and it's a win-win and, and I'm scratching my head and, and like, why are we not there yet? Why are we not putting people in a place where there is intrinsic motivation? Why are we not tapping into intrinsic motivation to where that person will show up for that company and perform better work and be happier while doing it? Right. And so with what we want to do is is we want to be the example within the communities that we open up these businesses to, to hopefully have them adopt these, these different ways of operating business and partner with other businesses that are already doing this. You know, this is nothing new, right? but it is, it's, it's our vision to, to, to have an impact on the world with the way that, that specifically retail businesses do business. Um, and, and, and one of our milestones is to open a, a location in, in Disney because we do feel that it is a, a very, experiential kind of dynamic and, and a lot of the core values kind of align with our core values. You know, that their mission is to make people happy. Yeah. Our mission is to you know, basically elevate people, make people happy. So, so, you know, we're, we're lining up there and we're both doing that through creating a world, an environment that allows them to escape the day-to-day reality of, right. of stresses, to, to step into a place to where they can connect with people. And um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot more to it than that, but. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if, uh, if you open a store in Disney, I'll take the kids and the, take the family down for your grand opening. Cause that'd be, that'd be freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be there for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it would be a perfect environment. Right. And that's the type of energy because you, you are, you're, you're selling so much more than ice cream. You're selling an experience, right? Right. 
and um, that's, I mean, that's why I keep going back to certain stores is yes, obviously if the food's really good, you're going to go back. But even if the food is subpar and the experience is phenomenal, you're going to be going back. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more like it, it changes your, your state of being. Um, and it's cool because you're, you're doing that for your customers, but you're doing that for your employees. They're, everybody's experiencing that. And we kind of talked about that. That's how the experience is here as well within this team too. And it's, it makes you want to get up and get out of bed every morning, you know? For sure. For sure. Yeah. Bu- building leaders that build other leaders is, is another kind of phrase that we, we talk about. And, and, it, and it really is myself and leadership team really focus on, on building those leaders that, that serve the community. So, so, so our, our work is, is not so much directly to, to, to the, the customer. It, it's more investing in those that are, are serving directly the customer. So, so right. that, that's kind of our vision, you know, mission there, you know, our, our specific standard work. So be it to, to invest heavily in them so that they can invest heavily in, in our customer. Right. And, and, and really, yeah, I mean, it's just such a beautiful thing because at the end of the day, I, I think we're, we're all designed to give to one another. I mean, honestly, as a collective, our, our society has become a very selfish society, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that that has led us astray. And what I want to do with this business model is help retune people back to giving and to serving yes. and, and, and to seeing the beauty that comes from that, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive to kind of the programming that we have, mm-hmm. but, but when, when they, when they show up and do it, it's like, Whoa, you know, I'm, 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 I'm giving, which I would think would be taxing, but I now feel so energized and fulfilled. And yet I was, I was giving to someone, I was yeah. serving someone in, in a genuine way. And, and to me, that that's, that's the thing that I want to change in business is we, we, we can't, you know, and, and, and individuals have said, okay, for, for your hibachi style ice cream experience model, that can work, but it's not going to work for McDonald's. And I beg to differ. Yeah, I think we can have individuals that follow a very, you know, detailed standard work at a certain level. The things that I'm talking about here, and the things that, that Tim's talking about with the program, can be implemented in, in, into these other business models. If there's people there, they can show up. And, and, and really be happier and, and provide more value to the business. That's yeah. tapping into untapped potential is, is what I want to do. And, and I, wanna, I want that to be the way that every single business operates because it's, it's foolish, in my opinion, for that not to be the case. It's a, it's a win-win. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it requires us to move slow, to move fast, right? <laughs> If we want to do it right, we got to slow down and make sure the pieces are in the right place, but it does, it pays back dividends for sure. You know, Garrett, it's, it is just a pleasure being able to work with you and Megan and to see, you know, to get to see even just your simple Facebook posts of what you're doing with the team and the energy that's there. Um, you know, you can see it, you can feel it. It's in front of you. And um, just, to, just to see you guys and be able to be part of you of, of this process of you guys just really grabbing, grabbing hold of the opportunity and, and just taking action on these things, laying that strong foundation has just been such a blessing and a gift and uh, just really excited for you and what you're doing. 
you know, and what's, you know, what are things going to look like in a year? Because when you pump the brakes a bit and move slow to move fast, I mean, when it starts to move fast, it, you hit that exponential growth curve and stuff happens real quick. So we might have to circle back in a year, have, <laughs> have another one of these to see what happens. But um, just, yeah, thanks for letting us be part of this. It's just been awesome so far. And I guess any, any final words uh, of wisdom from you before, before we hang the hat? Um, I mean, just regarding the program, once again, it, it's it's a very beneficial thing. It, it's been a great thing. Extremely excited about it. I, I think everything I've conveyed this far really conveys that. Um, personally, um, I, I would just say, um, let let uh, let purpose drive. You know, let 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 purpose be. You know, move forward with the why. You know, that that's kind of um, just just my my personal. Um, advice to, to everyone out there is you know let tune into to that that deeper uh felt sense and um listen to it and may, maybe take a risk to, to to move forward on it and uh, i think it'll it'll pay back big uh, dividends um and uh yeah so that's what i got it's it's been a pleasure uh being on this i'm, I'm, I'm glad you invited me i enjoyed our conversations and um look forward to, to touching base soon yeah, much appreciated, man. Much love to you guys and what you're doing. And, you know, we are, we're, we're in your corner. And, um, but I guess how do, how do people, uh, if they want some premium ice cream and a premium experience, how do they, how do they find you? Okay. Yeah. So we're uh, just search Rolling Monkey ice cream and uh, Google should spit it out if SEO is doing what it should be doing. Um, but uh, you can find us at therollingmonkey.com. Um, we're on YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, and uh, LinkedIn. If you want to kind of look into the team and some of the stuff that we're doing with the team uh, on LinkedIn as well. Uh, we are in Statesboro, Georgia. If, if you're ever in the Southeast and you want to come through and, and you want to say, hey, um, I'm right here and, and I'm happy to, to show around, show our team. Um, I'm a very open door kind of guy and uh, happy to share you know, all of, all of the, the, the works that we're doing. And um, you know, so is, so is my team. I've got a beautiful team and I, and I couldn't do it without them. Um, you know, the, the, these guys and girls inspire me each and every day. And, um, you know, it, it's been such a great thing to, to, to pull all of these uh, brilliant, uh, beautiful people together and uh, work with them. And, and I'm excited to continue to grow the team and, and, and share this with, uh, with everyone. So. All right, man. Thanks so much uh, for getting on the call and, and uh, just for everything that you're doing. Seriously, blessings to you, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Thanks, Hunter. All righty, we'll talk to you later. Take care, man. Yeah, bye. Hey, Tim Uchuck here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.